the first law of Ivanova's hair. Doesn't make any sense. Do the IMDb corner because oh, good grief. Look, do you know what it's like when telepaths make love? You and I being of firm New England stock understand yes. what it means to be emotionally bound up. This might be my adult brain. Look at you being all judgy. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. I generally want uh, less Jack the Ripper. I should probably just cut all of this. The dutiful master of horse. Brain, brain, what is brain? Oh, I'm sorry. Suck it, DS9. I'm full of tinier vorlons! Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Don't step to me with Bionic Bigfoot, man. I think I've had enough of you. I shall sail into the west and remain Garibaldi. What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? Episode 109, Sleeping in Light, in which old friends reunite to say farewell to John Sheridan and Babylon 5. Two years, nine months, and ten days later, we remain the name of the pod, your Babylon 5 <laughs> podcast where we each week explore the enduring cultural legacy of the 1990s television show Babylon 5. I am one of your co-hosts, Chris Tatro, and with me, my good friend and co-host... John Cassie. Nicely done, sir. Well, you know, Google presents us with the opportunity to, to, to find out these things. Yeah, uh, June 2nd, uh, 2017 was, was when The Gathering dropped. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And... Two and a half years. And, yeah. yeah. Gee whiz. Yeah, a little more. A little more. But uh, yeah. And it would have been even more if, you know, because we, we started off every other week. Right. And if we had continued with that, I mean, good gravy, we'd still be in season three. We'd be in, we would be early days of season three, wouldn't we? Yeah. 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 Which wouldn't be so bad because season three, in some respects, was really the high watermark. Right. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine but, death slogging through season five every other week? It no. would have taken a while. It Better to do it through. weekly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Tear off um, the Band-Aid sort of thing. Yeah. It's mm. a pretty extraordinary run, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've made it. Uh, how many episodes of our program? 109, uh, you said? This is, this is 109. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, listeners, we're not done. Right, because nope. we've got we've got a number of Babylon Five television movies mm-hmm. to to add to the the canon of this program. Yeah, and then our Babylon Five final wrap up, where we discuss our answers to well, what was this program's ongoing cultural legacy, which we've been exploring for a hundred and nine, and hmm. you know five or six Inch. to go. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, you know, it's an extraordinary show. It deserves its reputation, both for its greatness, which I think we, uh, you know, we have seen so many times, and mm-hmm. you know, its reputation for being, you know, the worst best, you know, or the yeah. best worst, you know, kind of depending on on what story it's telling in a particular week, mm-hmm. um, and I suspect that the audience is going to be somewhat polarized as they have been throughout season five by sleeping in light mm-hmm. which certainly wraps everything up but is a reminder of some of the uh, realities of the storytelling and okay it, and some yeah. uh some other factors that maybe make season five, uh, you know, the 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 season it has become, mm-hmm. you know, in the sort of lore of Babylon Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, can, can you unpack that a little bit? What do you mean by uh, about the 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 factors of the the, the show making and, and what? Okay. Well, I'll I'll start with the one that that for me is the most uh, kind of the most obvious, which is this show so badly needs Susan Ivanova. Oh yeah. Yeah. The absence of that character and and her return in this episode. I've been missing her all along in season mm-hmm. five. And mm-hmm. to get her back in this episode is sort of like a head spinner, right? Yeah. And is a rem- and is probably the reason why I've been saying all throughout our season five, where is Elizabeth Lockley? Mm-hmm. Right? Because we need that voice that Claudia Christian so, so, so well brought right. to the table. And that Elizabeth Lockley could have if only she were given more, you know, more to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, as, as soon as, as soon as we saw the general. Right. Um, you know, With I all just, those medals. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 you know, bust out into a big grin because, you know, it's like seeing an old friend again that you've, that you hadn't seen in, in a while. And uh, yeah, I knew that, I knew that she was in it. I knew this was filmed for season, at the end of season four, but uh, it was still, it was it was just fantastic to to have her back and the, her sense of humor and uh, the the kind of tone and how uncomfortable she was as everybody else was uh, was kind of having this celebratory dinner. Uh, her relationship with death has never been oh uh, oh we've got a kitty. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, recently adopted a cat named Frisky. And he can be a little, for whatever reason, this cat has taken to me. Uh-huh. So when I'm in a in a closed room recording, oh, he is not the happiest of all cats. Yeah, right. Cats hate nothing more than a closed door. Frisky, you want to say hi to the audience? No, no, because <laughs> no. now would no. be apt. Not right. on demand. No, 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 no. Of course no, not. No, yeah. no, no, not no. on demand. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, Ivanova's relationship with death has never been one where she can just sit back and and enjoy a celebration of life. Um, oh, you know, no. she's she's at that dinner and she's very you know stoic and uncomfortable about the whole thing. And yeah, that's you know just seeing that while everyone else is laughing and telling stories, like oh, so perfect. Right. Right. She was the best part of this episode for me. Yeah. In so many respects. Um, yeah. Although I think Emperor Revere gave her a, you know, full stop. A, a, came in a, a close second. I, you know, God, I just, love Stephen first. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was really good. I think that, that they aged him up well. Yeah. Very well for this. Yeah. Um, I, I thought all the aging makeup was, was good. Pretty I think good. It I think it would have been a little more shocking or or it would have given the the appearance of age more if we hadn't seen Sheridan go through an entire season with a beard. Right. I right. mean other than Delenn. Right. 
the but, um, the the gold medal for aging has to be Stephen Franklin. Oh yeah, I mean he was. How did I put it to you in a text message or whatever? I said he is yeah. channeling mm-hmm. uh, Paul Winfield's skinnier, you know, yeah. twin or skinnier younger brother. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The 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 hair, the glasses. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know the uniform, all of it. It's like wow, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the only one that I didn't think they did enough to age up was Garibaldi. Agreed. Which you can't really do. You can't do anything with hair. I mean, that's the that's sort of what, logically where you go. That's right. Yeah. For that kind of. I mean, signifier. you give him the white goatee in hopes that. Yeah. You know, don't don't look too closely, kind of thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there's not there's not enough to do, yeah. right? Um. I thought the I want to go out and sit and watch the sunrise. Mm-hmm. That, you know, JMS is revealing that, you, you know, death is something he knows something about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that was, uh, I mean, my, the, my mother tells a story the day my father went into the hospital and never came back out that morning. He was like, and it was October, and uh-huh. Cape Cod, mm. and my mother was like, he wanted to go to the beach, mm-hmm. and just be on the water, and sort of look at the horizon. Yeah, right. I was like, that's a very strange thing for my father, who had no interest in the beach whatsoever, to even yeah. want. Right, and my mother was like, yeah, you know, it. Because my father had been ill for a very long time, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and she was like. Yeah, it would, you know, it just sort of started us on the day, on yeah. the on a road that felt different from the 50 other times he'd been in the hospital kind of thing. Right. right? And so that, uh, that felt profoundly authentic mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Delenn's response, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's what she's going to do, you know, forever. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I can, that was... That was a really nice piece of writing, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the structure of Sheridan's journey made much sense to me. So okay. here's what I mean. If I were working this, I would probably have structured it sort of like this. Dinner, friends, uh, come to Mimbar, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. They get a notice from the uh from the earth alliance or from captain lockley or from zach mm-hmm. well they can't it can't be from captain lockley because she hasn't been cast okay right so they get something from zach um an invitation to the decommissioning ceremony mm-hmm. right because to not invite them just seems like an oversight that's it's not right okay yeah uh well they Sher- were there you know they were there at right, the end right 
Right, right. But yeah. we didn't see the mechanic of it. That's that, that's sure. my point. Okay. Okay. Sheridan says to the to the group, we all have to be there to mm-hmm. see to see the old girl off, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Valorizing Babylon Five as a place. Okay. Mm-hmm. He pulls Delenn aside and says, "I'm going to take a white star by myself. I will be there, but I need to do something first. Okay. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Coriana system by himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has a kind of mystical, spiritual kind of conversation with Lorian, who right. says, yep. Keep you know, that. you're you're just about done. Mm-hmm. You've got time for one more one more thing. Yeah. Right? He returns to Babylon 5, uh, participates in a decommissioning ceremony, mm-hmm. dies on the station, you know, transubstantiates, mm-hmm. you know, and then and Delenn knows this by virtue of, you know, uh, what did I call it earlier? Ninth level Mimbari esoteric weirdness. Uh, esoteric, yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, and then they blow the station up. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. I I can definitely see that working. Um, or yeah, go. He's he's there with everyone watching the de- watching the 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 demolition. Yep. Everyone's focused looking out the viewport at the station going up. And then once they turn back around, he's gone. Oh, I like that even better. You know, just sort of a... That's you know, the way to do it. Where do you go? Because they wouldn't leave him on the station alone. And, no, no, you know, no. They would, they would make an effort to get him off of there before before they, they blew it. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you could do it that way. I think it's I think it's tying in with the, you know, the, the ritual tradition of, you know, walking off into the desert or, or you know, going off in an ice flow to die or, or mm-hmm. you know, sort of, I'm going to go off and do this thing by myself and, you know, not, you know, not really, I guess, not worry or not bother anybody else, um, which I guess is in keeping with, with Sheridan and being that sort of, you know, tough, you know, stern right. military guy, but he hasn't been that guy for 20 years. Right, so right. it seems, and you know, and I understand the, you know, the 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 victory that he won after the the Shadow War there in the in the Koreana system. But I don't know. It just it, it it seemed odd that he would go back to that to that particular place for his last time. Um, I I can buy. It. I mean, why not go to Zahadum? You know, right, the, the, right. The the probably now you know evacuated and had 20 years of archaeological digs right poking around and things yeah yeah, i mean mcdonald's has probably opened a i'm sure there's franchise starbucks and and a dunks on every corner kid yeah i mean there's almost certainly a starbucks inside the dunkin donuts which is itself inside the subway yeah you know on you're the combination taco bell and and kfc and taco bell Yeah. yeah next to the arthur treacher's yeah. Mm. yeah, in in what I'm sure is called uh, in the script Zahadum City, because mm. why should it have a name? Yeah, Do Arthur have Arthur Treacher's existed <laughs> in the last like forty years? <laughs> it's right next to the Burger Chef, Chris. Okay, okay, that's. <laughs> Does Arthur Treacher's exist, dear listeners? Hold please, hold please. 
Chris, these are the important, Chris, fill, yes. fill time. I will. You know, these are the important questions you can only get answered here uh, on the name of the pod. And what will you do without us? I ask. Uh, now, was there an Arthur Treacher's in downtown Northampton back in the day when we lived out there? Total or number was that of long extant Arthur Treacher's restaurants. Yes. As of November 2019, total number of restaurants thought to exist seven. Oh, my. Three in Ohio, two in New York, and two in New Jersey. Well, now I got to go to them. Yeah. I, I think I have to take like a long week and do a, do a drive through and visit all the, all the extant Arthur Treacher's. All, yes. Yeah. Um, there's there's a podcast. I'm in, baby. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, God bless. Yeah. 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 Uh, um so So yeah, I can I can see I you know, I could I could see doing it either way. I don't love the destination of Koreana Six yeah. for it. Yeah. Um I get it, but I don't love it. And um Yeah, but there you go. Yeah. Um Yeah, I thought Huh. Hmm. This doesn't really. I know what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's meant to have this kind of elegiac quality. I mean, you know, one of the things you said in the pre-show, Chris, was that we're now on the like third episode or the fourth episode absent any conflict. Right. Right. And that's right. fine. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, you know, coming to you live from Denouement City. This is the name of the pod, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm perfectly we're, we're, happy with the Denouement. It's fine. Yeah. This is the this is the seventh or eighth return of the king ending. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know. We're deep into appendix C by now, right? Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, it, it it did strike me as strange that the show kind of went out on this gentle note um where most TV shows that get to wrap up on their own steam at least have some kind of some kind of conflict or some kind of like big epic battle to wrap the storyline. Right. Um, and this really didn't. I mean, we had we had the fall of Centauri Prime, but that wasn't even a big epic battle. You know, that I mean, there was the the the, the battle above, but then, you know, then we, you know, Londo kind of diffuses it and we get Right. You know, just... Right. It really becomes kind of... the inner battle. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. this this society is going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And, right? And honestly, the inner battle, I think, is more of what this series was all about to begin with. And, and sci-fi was just a trapping. Um, you know, I, uh, I... A hundred percent. I think that you could... You could do a, a re make of Babylon 5 and set it in you know the ancient Mediterranean uh, and you've made this point before I think I have yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's you know, a very compelling do, point you could make it a some kind of historical drama and I think it would work just fine you might have to bring in some some weird like mystical you know something from the far you know dark forests of Germania uh, but right, you end up most with it, with oracles instead of Vorlons yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I think most of it, most of it would work, uh, because it's really it all comes around to those questions, which Lorian repeats. You know, who are you? What do you want? Right. Uh, and what were the other two questions he asked in this one? 
I he, do. he asks four questions when he appears, and I don't remember what they were. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write them down. Shame yeah, they'll on be me. in the show notes. Yeah, uh, but it struck me that there was that that not only did he ask both sides questions, but then two others to kind of kind of further not triangulate because it's four. But you know what I'm saying? They they seem they seem to to be more of the underpinning of the the philosophy of the show. Right. Right. You know you. You could you could easily make the argument that uh, that Babylon Five is the 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 principal hero of Babylon Five is in fact Babylon Five, mm-hmm. right? Which is why the episode is structured the way that it is. Now I find that a little strange. It valorizes the station above its people, right? Yeah. Which maybe is a little odd, um, but uh, certainly the station deserves the valorization it got for filling the role that it did Mm -hmm. right and the fact that the interstellar alliance now does most of the work and babylon 5's intentional strategic purposeful position located deep in neutral space yeah well in the absence of of the need for a thing deep in neutral space would undo the uh, you know the 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 reason for the station's existence, right? JMS right. JMS got more flack than you could probably you could probably enumerate for having the station be destroyed. Mm-hmm. But I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, the thing was built out of bailing wire, shoestring, and bubble gum. Right. Because they'd already spent money on Babylon's one, two, three, and four. Right. right. There wasn't any money left. The thing is a the thing is a wreck after twenty yeah. years. Right? Oh sure. You know, it's like it's it's like uh, you know these kind of Stalinist buildings that 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 fall apart after three years of service. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing was a rattle trap, and let's not forget all the deferred maintenance while it was independent. Yeah. Right? And. Um, you know, it's it's in some respects probably a miracle that the thing didn't spiral into Epsilon 3. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about a navigation hazard, what about the Babylon 5 debris ring around the whole planet? Right, or, right? or set off some sort of you know, ancient civilization death bomb that wipes right. out an entire sector. <laughs> yeah, precisely, you know, right? Epsilon 3, yeah. Right. You know, the idea that it's a... The idea that it's a... Uh, it's a navigation hazard. Struck me as a little weird. You know, mm. you you get rid of stuff like that because you you simply don't want to leave a target for poachers or yeah. or you know assorted ne'er do wells and riffraff, mm-hmm. right? To establish a base of operations that they can then use to destabilize any sector they can get to. Right. Right. I mean, that's you know, totally that's persuasive. Fair. Yeah. Right. Um. The destruction of Babylon Five scene is a reminder of how far the the graphic technology has come. Mm-hmm. You know, because it looked good, it looked better than mm-hmm. 1994. But yeah. but think about it, that's 1998, okay, and it took five years to get from that to get to the miniseries of the rebooted ba- uh, Battlestar Galactica, and yeah. that show looks good now. Right. Right. And that's a it shocking does. amount of technological growth. 
mm-hmm. you know, in just a few years to get Galactica to look the way that it did. Yeah. Um, I, I was doing some research on series finales. Mm-hmm. Oh, before you jump into that, though, yeah, I go. just want to note for the record, yeah. Lorian's questions, who are you? What do you want? Why are you here? Where are you going? Ah, good. Fair. Thank you. Let that I, be entered into the record. So it is written. So it is done. Yes. Um, so might it be. Um, if you look at the internet press on genre shows ending, mm-hmm. Sleeping in Light is generally regarded as really one of the better examples of shows ending in genre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have... Yeah, go. Yeah, no, and I, I that makes perfect sense to me, I think, because it's one of the few that got to end on its own terms. Correct. You know, so many others just get canceled or, or you know, just not renewed, and you end up either without some sort of finish or with a rushed finish trying to jam everything in and wrap up storylines, and it's just, it's just, ter- you know, it's just terrible. It's just terrible, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, there, there were a couple that I, you know, that I really, I mean, you mentioned just a moment ago Battlestar Galactica, which for all the problems of its last season, and even in its final episode, the, you know, the scene where, uh, where Bill and Laura are in the, uh, in the, 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 the craft and they're just yeah. flying around looking for a place, I, Oh, that that turns the waterworks on that every time business. I watch it. That is the that, business. Yes. Settling in where they're settling into to Earth and you know all of that probably like the middle you know middle 30 minutes of that episode are Perfect. are fantastic. Um, right. and then it's got bad stuff kind of around it. You know what? The last 7 minutes cut it. Yeah. And you've got yourself a winner. That final jump, mm-hmm. I mean, I love the way that the ship basically dis- de- deteriorated over time, right? Right. And you could see that the ship's back was broken, right? Yeah. That That is it. There will be, mm-hmm. there is nothing, Galactica has saved you. Yeah. But it can do no more, right? Mm-hmm. Extraordinary. I mean, what an extraordinary ship, what an extraordinary journey. Yeah. Right? I thought it was a great ending. Mm-hmm. Which is polarizing. There'll be people listening to this oh. show who are like you, dumbasses. You know. Yeah, all the 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 angel stuff, and I I felt the I, it, it never it never presented the spirituality or the 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 uh, transcendental element in a way that that I felt was authentic, coherent. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you should have been able to discern what the theology mm-hmm. kind of was and it felt like they just never quite got it all together mm-hmm. um, I, I I think as as um, as genre goes you know Galactica is one of the one of the better mm-hmm. um, do you have a do you have a favorite no matter genre or otherwise ending I mean I've, t- I've talked about uh I've talked about the last episode of MASH a couple yep. of times, yep. which, you know, still still has an element of conflict in it because you have Hawkeye kind of breaking down and, and you know, all, kind of collapsing under the under the PTSD that he's that he's dealing with. Right. Um, 
but you've got that that fly away and the goodbye spelled out in the rocks right. and that's um you know yeah it's it, i'm saying nothing new to say that that's a classic and that that's you know that's fantastic um on the more kind of action climax side and it's it's a little strange but it's the uh i believe it's the conclusion to superman the animated series although it might be the huh. justice league okay uh, i'll have I, i'd have to go back and and watch it's where dark side comes to earth and uh the last like half of the episode is this just amazing fight between superman and dark side nice and it's 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 terrific and you know you have superman saying you know uh do you have any idea how difficult it is for me to hold back and you know that i i, I can never let go because i might accidentally hurt someone well you i can let go on right and just just really tear and it's it's so good and it's i mean those those shows those that those animated series were were just i i think just incredibly well done uh, you know on, on top of the action having a lot of actual good character development too yeah but but you know being a big comics nerd uh that one definitely hits for me yeah yeah mm-hmm. um the the three sh- the three shows that are not genre because I want to talk mm-hmm. I want to talk my genre list yeah. separately right uh-huh. um, would be um, two comedies and one drama okay uh, I think that the ending of the Mary Tyler Moore show is perfect okay do you know what happens I re- no I don't remember okay new station owner comes in okay mm-hmm. takes the read of the place and fires everyone on the staff except Ted Baxter hmm. <laughs> and so you've got everyone basically having to leave except Ted, yeah. right? Who's of course you know an idiot, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And so it undoes the whole, yeah. you know, it just plays with the whole kind of shtick of the way that the comedy was yeah. structured the whole time. Is that where they're all in like the hug? Group exactly, right? And sort of <laughs> and moving some, as a they're hugging, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, love yeah, it, I do it. recall that. Yeah, um, yeah. The New Heart program <laughs> in Vermont. Right, you know this ending where he wakes up in bed with Susan Plachette. With with Susan Plachette, that's right. Yeah, yeah. F- from from the the previous New Heart show. Right. Yes, yeah, perfect, absolutely. Um, and, and it's interesting. The next one, I was talking to a colleague about this show that mm-hmm. we're recording right now, oh. and this next one, he was like, "I could not disagree with you more strongly." Oh, um, six feet under. Never watched it. Oh, Chris. Oh, what a show. Okay. You had never seen it. I'm not going to spoil it. But essentially, Six Feet Under has a way of telegraphing uh, that a character is about to die or has died. Okay. They have a... Mm-hmm. It's, almost like a it's almost like a ritual. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the series finale enacts that ritual in a way I found profoundly moving. Okay. Um. Onto genre. Do you have a couple yeah. of genre programs you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I talked about BSG and Superman. And yeah, I think it gets more genre than that. Right. And Fringe. Um, oh, I thought God I thought the last bless. episode of Fringe, you know, resolved things very nicely. Um, yeah, and I that was another a, one of those polarizing season fives where I'm like, yeah, I don't know, it, right? Didn't love, didn't love the season, but then, you know, then the end I thought was was solid. Dynamite. Um, yeah. I have to go back. I have to find that. I don't think it's on any streaming services right now. I yeah, need to, I have uh, the discs. Yeah, I think I need to watch that again. What a show. 
Mm. What a show. Yeah. Um, All right. Hit me with your genre stuff. Um, I'm going to go in time order. Um, Please. Prisoner. Of, yeah, of course. Right. Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Super polarizing. Right, but I... go. I've never heard anybody say a bad word about the finale of, of Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. I've heard it and read yeah? it. Yeah, okay. I thought it okay. was I thought it was amazing. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean to have that much to have to have the stones to do that. Yeah. Right. Um I don't think um the finale of Star Trek the Next Generation as an entire episode fully works for me. Mm-hmm. But the very last scene is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, space above and beyond. Oh sure, yeah. Savage. At, the cruelest abs- ending. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Absolutely gutting. Murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gutting. Um, travelers. Mm-hmm extraordinary ending yeah yeah right oh and don't forget about the ending of millennium you know where where they're in the cabin and Catherine just kind of walks out into right. the night right yeah the i haven't watched that show in 15 years no i ought to go that back episode. and have a look at it yeah 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 because there was no season three uh, No, there was a season one and a season two and then something yes. happened and that was it, that was it in finality yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um the last show I want to raise, and then we'll go into our season five wrap up, is yeah. Much like Babylon Five, Arrow was given an opportunity to resolve mm-hmm. itself on its own terms. Okay, right, right. And there are things about season eight that I don't like. Okay, but you'll recall a couple of years back, I, I we were talking about television as we do. And I said, maybe in the end of season six of Arrow or season seven, wow, now that Stephen Amell can really act, this show is, has become great again, right? Yeah. And God in heaven, does he have some work to do mm-hmm. in, this, in this truncated season. And I, I, I think it's extraordinary. If you ever bothered to watch Arrow and you stopped... Don't watch every episode of seasons four, five, and six, <laughs> right? Because yeah. y- you can get by without them. But start in season seven. Watch mm. season seven and watch season eight. And you will be rewarded with some of the very best genre programming that that's out there. It re- I, was extra- I just thought it was extraordinary. Yeah. Very moving. Yeah. And he was, Stephen Amell was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing, I, I only watched the crossover stuff this year, and he was doing a lot of heavy lifting in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so, mm-hmm. you know, we left, the, we basically watched Arrow, mm-hmm. left that episode, yeah. and there's the backdoor pilot for Green Arrow and the Canaries, and then the yeah. very last episode, which I have not yet watched, but mm-hmm. I, I know what happens, and yeah. I, I don't I don't need to see it. The mm-hmm. The seven episodes I've seen of, of season eight are are enough to confirm for me that this is going to be 
uh, surely uh, high on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I think that uh, that it's really rewarding to have been doing a show about a show that gets to end on its own terms. Right. Right. Um, because we don't have to spend an hour riffing about how disagreeable it is mm-hmm. that that the thing didn't end properly. I mean, this certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even if the season itself didn't land <clears throat> well enough for my liking. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I have no arguments about the final episode. Right. I think for me, and I will... I will confirm this in our very final episode, which this is not. Mm-hmm. I think my seasons go three, four, two, five, one. Yeah, I'm. I'll have to think about that. I'm yeah. not sure. I may. Those first three might noodle a bit, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I think five one is, is, I I might flip those. I'm not sure. One five. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll talk about that on the final show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do top five, bottom three. Are we doing? Uh, we doing the top five or the bottom three first? Let's let's start with the let's start with the bottom. I always, always like to go out on a high note. Okay. Um, yeah. Am I starting or you? Uh, I'll start. Please. And I'll start with my with my. Th- Three and and three, you know, count down two, to, to the and to yeah, the worst the, of the to the worst to yep. the worst of the worst. Yep. Um, my my third least favorite episode of the season <laughs> was uh, Learning Curve. Oh, as was that was our, mine, we can talk about it together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've got our uh, you know our our which seemed like a backdoor pilot. Yes. You know, I think we commented at the time. It, yes. it, it didn't really have a lot tied into anything else that was going on right what um, is the point of this episode yeah right you have you have 15 to go and you're doing a dumb down below b plot uh these mimbari rangers who teach us nothing really all that new mm-hmm. except that there are pakmara in the rangers oh but oh you know they smell so funny I remember yeah. I was infuriated by that. You were. Hey, the Pakmara got got a nice little send-off note in Sleeping in Light. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. We kind of we kind of redeemed them. You know, redeemed everyone else's opinion of them at the end. Right. Right. Yeah. Um and this was in the Well, what does he see in Elizabeth Lockley? It's so very confusing. Stuff yes. which made me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was burning daylight when you didn't you didn't need to you didn't have time to do it and right. uh, it it felt it just felt infuriating to me. Yes, yes. Um, Your number two. My number two is objects at rest. Oh, on the merit of one decision, and that is. What they did with Lanier. Oh, yeah. As I was thinking about this, 
I just it just became became indefensible mm. um, for me. I, just, I couldn't I, yeah. I couldn't get past it. Um, and I think that that uh, yeah yeah I, 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 I was, can't I can't get past it. Yeah, I, I can see that it really did drag down what was otherwise a a, a very nice episode um, and tarnished a character in a way unnecessarily right. that uh, that just didn't need. And, you know, the whole the whole thing, which I don't think I mentioned last week with Morden's prophecy that he was going to betray the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't betray the Rangers. He betrayed Sheridan. Right. And he betrayed Delenn. It was right. more of a personal betrayal. Uh, so that that you know if if you if you set something like that up you got to pay it off right right for sure it's yeah. Chekhov's blame, uh it's Chekhov's yeah. guns right yeah Chekhov's Morden yeah i'll blame neil gaiman for that one i blame him for any number of other things why not right yeah okay your number 2 my number 2 was phoenix rising huh yeah which was the the yeah, that's end defensible the end of the telepath arc the ridiculous standoff in the fuel-soaked hangar bay. The, um, just everything about that was just just badly put together um, and and just maddening. Um, you know, so many other ways you could resolve that that situation and I just it just didn't it didn't work for me and it was trying to make me feel something for Byron and I just wasn't going to do it. Right. Um, my number one is mm-hmm. Strange Relations. Okay. It's Which more telepath war stuff. This is the okay. episode where we learn that Lockley and Sheridan were married. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah. that whole thing, which took half a season, was so dumb. Yeah. Um, and... Um, And it's more, uh, you know, Byron content, which, mm-hmm. please, no more Byron yeah. content. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think your choice of Phoenix Rising is all right. Um, well, I, I could definitely have selected it, but, yeah. you know. Well, the, my number one yeah, was yeah. was also Byron content, was uh, Secrets of the Soul, oh, which yeah. is, yeah, which is where we have the that weird parallel between the... the the uh, Vorlon and the Hayak, Hayak. yeah, yeah, whatever they were called, and and that was handled, I thought, kind of clumsily, right? Um, and it's also, of course, the episode where we find out what it's like when telepaths make love, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I that episode, I don't even remember it happening. Mm, probably, probably yeah. for the best, yeah. yeah, because I'm not gonna, I'm not, not gonna countenance gonna. that. No, refuse to engage. It's the only way to survive. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. I just. I. I thought that was. Yeah, that episode. Was, I didn't pick that one because I thought our conversation about history and historical memory was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Which absolutely. Yeah. Tipped it off that it was a terrible episode because we, ours are usually pretty good if theirs are bad. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God yep. bless. So there's, there's our bottoms. Yeah, and you know, such as there, y- you could just as easily have picked like 
Kingdom of the Blind or, mm-hmm. uh, y- you know, uh, yeah, virtually anything in that telepath war. That yeah. whole thing, if I were to prestige format this show, has mm-hmm. to be done totally differently. I think. Yeah, I think there's still I think there's still some some meat on that bone that that the can concept be worked is with. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um so top 5. Okay. Um what was I thinking? Okay. Um my my five I I wrote something I didn't remember I'd put this put an episode in the in the top place that I had. Uh, Midnight on the my, firing line. <laughs> what, what, that makes no sense at all. Uh, no, my, my number five is The Korra's Mother, The Korra's Father. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, a Bester episode's always good. That ended and, up six on my list. Okay. The last off, episode I cut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, just off the just off the line. Um, yeah, it it gave us it gave us a little bit of a different uh, viewpoint. Yep. on the universe unlike learning curve and um lower decks no yes lower decks uh was it lower oh, no, no no that was the star uh, trek one i have to look it up i'm sorry uh, I, hold yeah. please uh-huh view from the gallery view from the gallery thank you um yeah unlike those it 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 gave us another viewpoint but actually tied in with something that we cared about Precisely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't make it for me mm-hmm. because uh, 90s uh, sexuality and the. Oh. Yeah. I, I'd kind of forgotten that part. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm, gross. You know. So it's it's on my top five with an asterisk. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my uh, number five. Weirdly. Within the within the Byron storyline, ah. okay, is uh, tragedy of telepaths, but only because it has Natoth. Oh sure, right, and that that yeah. overcomes, uh, that overcomes everything, right, right, and uh, yep, uh, you know this is Lockley bringing in Bester's Bloodhounds, which was all right, but mm-hmm. it's this that ranking is one hundred percent for Natoth. Yeah, who, uh, I just uh, just love, you know. Oh, there was there was some great Londo and Jakar. Oh yeah, interplay in that oh, one yeah. too. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, good yeah. enough to overcome the other stuff. Which mm-hmm. God bless, you know. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, you're number my, four. My four. I, I'm also going to put an asterisk on. Uh, um, uh, this is. Maybe I didn't give it enough time, or maybe I just couldn't decide on things. But uh, I put in at number four, objects in motion and objects at rest. Um, okay. And just because I I thought the again you have to you have to you have to put them together. They have to be one package. Yeah, they're one. And I thought the the various farewells, the various uh, kind of touching moments as everyone was was leaving and said, you know, it it. It, it tugged at my uh, cold New England you know, frozen heart, and mm. if anything does that, it's gonna it's gonna get some points. It, but I do recognize your, um, you know, your your point about how linear is treated is 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 very valid, and uh, uh, so that tarnishes it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I appreciate 
your you know your perspective it's entirely defensible and i needed time as i was thinking about this this was harder than i'd expected it to be right yeah and yeah and i just every time i would sort of make a sweep through the episode list and i would think about Mm -hmm. it every time i got to objects i was i just got more and more angry Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. it's like no it's not okay you know right yeah um and so that's kind of where it, you know, where you know, kind of where it landed. Um, yeah. My fourth, again, based on part of it, is um, Ragged Edge, the Ragged Edge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, this solely because we get the how many copies? You know, yes. the, you know, Shakar's yep. the final leg of Jakar's journey becoming mm-hmm. a spiritual leader who's reluctant you know yeah. begins in this particular place and mm-hmm. although I thought Garibaldi on Drazi Prime story-wise was a little silly I thought looking at the Drazi homeworld oh, yeah. I thought Drazi Prime looked great but mm-hmm. that's all because of Jakar yeah 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 he can definitely pull an episode up and that was mm-hmm. the first one after the telepath yep uh, so yep. so it was kind of a breath of fresh air coming out of yeah I, I can see that yeah definitely um good okay your three uh my three is the very long night of Londo Malare okay that's because, my two okay okay yeah um it was no I'm sorry that's not my two that's my one. No. Oh, that's your that's one that's my okay. one wow yeah. okay um um <clears throat> it, it, it's it's Londo at his at his peak. Um, it's just got it's got him starting to confront the things that he's done. It's a real, I feel a real turning point in where the character has to end up at the end of season five. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I just I thought I remember at the time thinking, wow, this is this is up there with. <clears throat> You know the the best of season three episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly you, you liked it even better than I did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, this is what needed to happen to send to set Londo on the path. Mm-hmm. It's very much like Ragged Edge, that sets yeah. Jakar on the final uh, leg of his journey. Mm-hmm. Very long night sets Londo on his path, yeah. and um, and I thought it was just a tour de force of acting for mm-hmm. you know for Peter Jurassic, um, and um, and it had that business with Veer and Lanier, mm. which you'll remember at the time. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we 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 both quite liked, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, Veer. Um, Honoring Lanier with the, uh, you know, that Mimbari, you know, kind of the, yes. the, you know, the gesture. I thought that's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just thought, uh, you know, it was, it was quite, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was quite well done and, you know, good for. Uh, you know, good for Peter Jurassic being able to pull it off, yeah. right? Yeah. Because there was a lot yeah. in there, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So that was your three. That was my three. And my yeah. one. Okay. okay. Uh, my three was Sleeping in Light. Mm-hmm. Okay, which we don't need yeah. to belabor. Right? Which was my one. That's your one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Largely on the strength of Susan Ivanova. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Um, Claudia Christian. Extraordinary. Yeah. Um, what was your two? Uh, my two... Uh, my two was uh, movements of fire and shadow, but you don't love the, it. I, you know, because it's buried in the middle of this long it narrative. Is, it right? is, and I, I didn't like the fall of Centauri Prime as much. That's my two. Um, which is okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I knew it was something in there. It was some piece of the the Centauri mm-hmm. war story arc, uh, and I think most of what I liked was. Or this episode had more of what I liked than any of the others did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, the you know, piecing together um, the you know, what's what's going on, presenting the information to Londo. Um, or was that even in, in the early in an episode before that where where Londo has to kind of he comes in all shouty into the council meeting? I might even be the episode before that. Um, but they're they're on Centauri Prime. They're dealing with with the minister, who's being all very smooth at them, and, right. uh, uh, yeah, and they gross. end up in, they end up getting locked up. Um, yeah, so it's got, yeah, it just it for me that was that was sort of the the, the central nugget of that whole arc. Yeah, yeah, that's totally that's totally believable. Uh, you know, totally defensible to me. Um, I choose fall because um, because you really get the skinny on what's going to happen mm-hmm. to the Centauri yeah. between now yep. and 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 Veer, you know, yep. and uh, while the you know giant hologram Londo Malari <laughs> is weird, yep. I kind of leaned into the weirdness, like yeah, yeah. MC fifty foot Londo. <laughs> Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. 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 What a strange, strange mm-hmm. decision to write hey. that. But okay. It may, you know. I think it makes perfect sense for the Centauri, you know, within the, within that culture. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um even though it was weird, weird McWeirderson, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um so Yeah. So there we are. There we are. Yeah. What else do we have? I don't think we've got a whole lot left in the tank right now. Yeah, no, um, I think I think that's it, nice, right? Nice little moment of JMS being the maintenance worker who turns off right. the lights. Right. You know? You gotta, gotta have that. Gotta gotta have that. Yep. For sure. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh, so yeah, I think that that, uh, you know, we've got to turn the lights off on our own, you know, our, our, our own sort of, uh, week by week work because season five is complete. Uh, and, uh, listeners like I've, you know, like I've said in the past, even though we're done with the fifth season we're not done with this program, nor are we done with Babylon 5. 
-hmm. in roughly a month's time, we're going to begin our month-by-month assessment of the rest of the movies that that form part of the Babylon 5 universe. The first place we're going to start is the movie In the Beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, which is really about the Earth-Mimbari War and about Delenn. and, uh, you know, quite substantively about that. Um, then we will proceed through the movies that are based on or that are central to Babylon 5, leaving out the movies that, in our judgment, are really crusade content, mm-hmm. um, bringing us in roughly four to five months to uh, Lost Tales, which is sort of almost more like novellas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh then we will have a final episode where we wrap up our enti- you know the entirety of the show expect some fun top 5 lists expect <laughs> us to poll you about things that you yes. think we ought to you know we ought to talk about because um, lord knows we're not going to be able to come up with good content on our own no so no i mean please, we've only gone 56 minutes on this episode right <laughs> you know yeah. um and uh, and at that point you know it'll be a wrap but yeah. it's not a wrap yet even though we've come nope. to the end of season five. So, True uh, folks, you know where to find us. Folks, Facebook and uh, name of the pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. and uh, type the name of the pod in any old search engine. Uh, why not go give us a five star review right now when the show's coming to an end? Yeah. I mean, that makes that makes a hell of a lot of sense, right? Well, you know, it, it's evergreen. It uh, is evergreen. We're going to be able, yeah. you know, our, someday our grandchildren will, will, well, come back and find this show and we'll uh, you know look at the ra- look at the ratings and say wow they did something right not that either of us are going to have grandchildren but you know, yeah, yeah, well, there. yeah there is also that right <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. these non-existent grandchildren are going to come back and you know and have a look yeah. at the uh, someone's grandchildren a grandchild yes there's there's the potential that some some of our listeners today may have grandchildren someday or oh, may even have them now well it's more likely than us having Undoubtedly so. Undoubtedly so. So, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll be back in uh, three weeks or a month. Three or four weeks, uh, yeah. uh, In the beginning. Until then. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. See you, Chris. Bye.